Good morning, Illini. Welcome back to another Healthy Illini podcast. I'm Matt Schrock, your host, as always, and we're glad you're with us. We're glad you're you're listening to us. We have a lot of fun with these. I have a, uh, a good time talking about some of these topics on health and wellness and a variety of topics. And uh, today we're continuing on with a series that we started that I'm really enjoying. And this is kind of a, a meet the staff slash healthcare um, careers introduction. And uh, so we're continuing on with that with some of the, the people we have here at McKinley. And I'm ready to jump right into it. Like I said, we're, we're talking about healthcare uh, careers and different roles we have here at McKinley. And uh, one of the ones we're talking about today is one that is vital to how we operate here at McKinley Health Center. And that's the role of an uh, office support associate. And I'm joined today by two of our OSAs here at McKinley. And we're going to get, going to get a chance to uh, meet them. First up, we have Vicki Harrison. And uh, Vicki is primarily in our uh, self-care stations, previously HRC, at the front of McKinley. And uh, Vicki, thanks for joining me today. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, it's nice to be here. <laughs> and the other voice you hear is one of our other OSAs, and uh, he can be found in various units depending on what day it is or time of year. Uh, kind of fills in everywhere and is a a, a, a real asset here, at McKinley. Um, and that's Travis Hurt. Travis, thanks for being here. Yeah, yeah no problem. So Good seeing you guys. Uh, so we're gonna start off with because we're talking about healthcare roles. And um, if I talk about a medical clinic and I talk about radiology or I talk about a physician or I talk about a lab tech, most people have something that pops to mind immediately. Um, but because you're, we are part of the University of Illinois system and because we're part of the state uh, civil service system, the title that we have for your position is office support associate which tells no one anything about what you actually do here at McKinley. So let's start with that. Uh, what does it mean if you're an OSA at, at McKinley Health Center? Well, um, part of being an OSA or Office Support Associate um, at McKinley, I, I call it kind of like the um, administrative part in the sense of, uh, of the healthcare. You know, we're not hands-on like a doctor or like a nurse or an MA. But um, we do handle, um, you know, things that pertain to the patient. Um, like in my case, you know, I work in a self-check area where I help the students check in, you know, help them find directions, you know, and other small uh, detailed duties that, um, you know, the things that they may need. So that's pretty much what my part of being an OSA is. Yeah, and then for the most part, my job as an OSA here is scheduling and rescheduling appointments, whether that's people calling over the phone, people who scheduled online and scheduled incorrectly, so we need to contact them and figure it out. Or uh, one of the doctors isn't available that day, we need to reschedule all their appointments, so we're calling students to get those rescheduled. Or even just people who walk in, even though you shouldn't walk in, you do need an appointment for anything at McKinley. Whenever you want to schedule an appointment, please call us. The phone number is 217-333-2700. And, and what you're talking about is is you both and all OSA, OSAs here are really the first line of contact, um, whether it be from a phone call or a walk-in. Um, you're really the the ones that uh, students will come to first, whether they know what they need, they know they have an appointment, they know where they're going, they're still going to meet an OSA. If they come in and they're uncertain, they're probably going to hit an OSA before they hit anybody else. Um, and that's, uh, that's really what it is. And like I said, OSAs are all over campus. You can find Office Support Associates anywhere in any building of any college or student affairs uh, uh, office or all over campus. But the things we do here at McKinley are pretty specific to us because of scheduling and, and things like that. 
Right. So one of the one of the things I'm always amazed at is you all really have to have a good knowledge of almost everything that happens in this building because you'll get questions about all kinds of things that may or may not pertain to the desk that you're sitting at at that moment. Um, is that is that something that took a while to to get used to, um, or, or is that something that you just kind of after a few days you're like, oh wow, this is how this works? Um, what's been that experience of being that front line for the students? Well, for me, um, you know, when I first came here, um, I started kind of ma basically with the um, uh, international uh, check-in. So, um, you know, I learned different things from that. You know, I learned that um, with the uh, international students, their time was has to, has to be a little bit different from the uh, domestic students because, again, they need a little more uh, time in getting a lot of their paperwork done, you know, and things of that nature. So um, I started off kind of doing that first, and then, you know, after that was all over, you know, I started to work in the uh, self-care area. And so, yes, but um, I, I learned um, a lot on how your role can change <laughs> on a daily basis uh, being an OSA. Yeah, I started in the medical units, just basically scheduling appointments. Um, for the most part, students are here scheduling because they have colds, because they have pink eye, because they're getting STI checks done. Great job. Way to be responsible. But from there, especially during slow times like the summer, like it is when we're recording this, mm -hmm. I would get sent to other departments and cross-trained. So I'd learn the process of scheduling people for immunization appointments, specifically the international students like Vicky was mentioning. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times they don't have access to their health records from the country they're from. So they're kind of starting fresh here, having to get all of the immunizations that are required by the state or cross-training in mental health, cross-training in other medical units that aren't specifically the one I've been assigned to. So you both kind of mentioned kind of how you started here, like your path, you, Vicki, you started with the international check-in, um, which happens, was getting ready to happen again in a few weeks here as, we, <laughs> as, as we're recording, we're getting ready for the fall semester. Um, but uh, Travis, you said you started in one particular unit, but you've kind of been, been cross-trained in others. Um, but I did want to ask how you ended up at McKinley, because uh, working on a college campus, I mean, when, when most people think of colleges, they think you graduate high school, you go to school for four years, you get your degree and move on. Yeah. You, you, you come to you come you declare a major you get go for four years you get your degree but we know that that's really not the most common it's not always the path um some people do that but a lot of people change majors or they take three or five years or they change schools and and so the the path how, i'm always interested by the path of how someone gets from point a to point b mm -hmm. because it's often very unique it's often very nuanced and i think that it's just really fascinating to me. So for both of you, um, how did you end up at McKinley? I mean, I don't think either one of you were like graduate, you know, high school, like I'm going to work at McKinley one day. Um, you know, uh, I don't think really much of many of us are here that were that way. We just happened to find a job that we that we applied for and we got hired on to. Um, so how did you end up working for the university and, and McKinley specifically? What led you here? Well, um, for myself, um, I, I got here actually by a loss. I lost a, my job uh, due to um, administrative cuts. I, um, I was an office assistant for Blue Cross Blue Shield for uh, close to 20 years, about 20 years. So um, <laughs> at my age, it kind of took a, a, a turn on me. So uh, when the building closed, my job went with the building. 
So that put me at uh, a high age of 50 of trying to go back out and, and get it back into the um, job world, you know, the work world with that. So, um, of course, you know, a lot of my friends that I knew worked for the university. So I thought, well, this will be the first place that I'll try. And so I came on um, in 2014 um, as extra help. And I've worked in uh, various offices, um, dean office. I've worked in study abroad, um, the ARC. I've just worked in different areas. And so um, I got a call one day, and they said they wanted me to come over to McKinley. Um, and so that's kind of where, where I landed. Um, I'm kind of a customer service person, you know. I, I, I kind of That's kind of one of my better fields. And so, you know, I thought, well, you know, this sounds good, so I'll, I'll, I'll come over and take a try. Well, I've done extra help here for, for quite a few years, and so, you know, then eventually I was hired on as an OSA. Travis, what about you? I started working at the university in general in 2002 when I was an undergrad here. I got, I got a degree in speech communication, which isn't a real thing. And while I was here, I got a job working in agricultural research, studying nematodes, which are microscopic worms. And I did that for 12 years. Um, it was all these positions the university offers that don't have real benefits and don't have a real career path. And they kind of lead you on with that, saying, oh, yeah, keep working here. Jump from this research group to the next. And eventually funding for that runs out. And so I was like, I'm done with agricultural research. What can I do now? And I got on at the university library. And I have no background in that at all. And very similarly, it's kind of project-based and where the money they're getting from huge corporations that make you sign NDAs because they don't want people to know what you're doing, that funding runs out. And eventually I was like, I'm going to try to avoid these jobs that are based on funding from outside sources and I'm just gonna get on the civil service pat track. And so I signed up for the civil service testing, interviewed a ton of places around campus that were offering entry-level jobs, which at the time were clerk one, and has since be rec been reclassified to office support associate, and McKinley's the one that hired me. I've been here ever since. <laughs> and I will say we're, we're thrilled that you're both here. Uh, I've. Um, I've seen you both work. I've seen you around. I know the the interactions you've had with students and with staff, and uh, I cannot speak highly enough of the job that you do and, and the 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 way that um, that students interact with both of you. So I, for my part, I'm really glad you're here because um, I really enjoy having you having you here. Uh, you have bound, you you both have have uh, bounds of experience in different areas, and that's. A, a wonderful thing, but I did want to ask because we, we are trying to um, highlight. It's part, part of the purpose of this series is to highlight careers in the medical field, um, and some of them, you know, we've already talked. Uh, like I said, you can talk about radiology, you can talk about a lab, or you can talk about a physician, and those are all things that people have come to mind. Um, but we all know anyone who's ever been to a doctor's office has talked to an OSA type of person. The first person you walk into, they check you in, they um, answer your questions, those kinds of things, um, and here at McKinley, you see a constantly renewing clientele. Um, you know, we're not a doctor's office where you're going to be. We're going to be your doctor for the next 50 years. <laughs> um, we're going to be your doctor for the next 
four to ten, depending on what you you do most of the time, and then you move on. And so we get we get new freshmen that come in, we get new graduate students, we get new international students, and that brings its own challenges, but its own its own rewards in a lot of ways. So I did want to ask, um, what are what are some of the aspects that you really like about what you do as an OSA? What are the things that you really enjoy as being um, that front line for a medical clinic? Mm-hmm. Well, um, myself, you know, I really, I really enjoy my job. I really, I really like um, uh, interacting, you know, with the students. Um, you know, as I said, especially the international students. Um, you know, I always try to kind of picture myself in a foreign country. You know, you can't speak the language very well, and you have important business that you need to handle. And it's like trying to survive in a country that you're not familiar with. So I, I kind of have empathy, you know, more for those students, you know, because of the their situation. And, you know, again, just the thought of it is like a nightmare, you know, going somewhere and not knowing where, right. <laughs> where you're going to go. So, um, like I said, I really try to, you know, help them to feel welcome. Um, you know, I try to go above and beyond. Um, you know, to make sure that they get the, the things and uh, the help that they need. I feel that's very important. And then also the parents, you know, I think about parents, you know, come in and they're bringing their, their quote unquote, their baby, you know, <laughs> to, to college, you know, and so they're worried, you know, because they don't know what, where they're going to go if they get sick, you know, who's going to handle this, you know, what happens if they get sick or have an accident on the outside. So all these crazy things are going through the parents' head. And so I, I could put myself in that position, you know, and so sometimes even though you can't directly help them, I try to explain, you know, with the insurance, uh, you know, the outside insurance, as I call it, the United Healthcare, I call the service fee, the inside insurance. So I try to break things down to them in certain ways that they, they can feel comfortable knowing that, you know, their child will have somewhere to go in the event of an accident. And so, you know, that seems to uh, bring them comfort, you know. And so, you know, I just think about things like that, uh, you know, having empathy and compassion for people, you know, because, you know, that's stressful, very stressful. So, you know, I just try to do what I can to comfort the situation at that time. As a parent of a new freshman fall of 23 sending his child states away to go to college, I appreciate that aspect. <laughs> I appreciate that perspective because it is. It's not easy for the student or the parents to do that. So that's, that's a huge part. I Tr- like I like on that part yeah. that you guys are talking about, just like you, you do quite often talk to parents and you're kind of the first person who's ever had to tell them your child is not a child anymore right. <laughs> and most of the time that does not go well when it does go well it's it's always interesting to hear like I, I'll always remember this one specific interaction I had with a dad who was I don't even remember what he was calling for just trying to get his daughter an appointment mm-hmm. and the phone call ended with him just going you're right she is an adult now <laughs> well thank you for your help it's a shift it's yeah. a shift in mentality you know i mean yeah. i work here i know these things i've had these conversations like you're talking about but still as a parent of a new freshman you know i'm thinking okay i have to remind myself okay she's got to figure these things out she has to take care of these i can help guide but she has to take care of and so that's a huge uh blessing that we have you there uh yeah i was gonna say travis is there anything else that you know that, that you particularly enjoy about your your role here yeah you know i Vicky said, we're mainly customer service people in this role here, and I had not had a customer service job since I was in high school, so it was even just taking this job, I really didn't know how much of that would be, how much this job would be just that customer service. And I found out that I'm actually pretty good at it. 
the thing that I really do like about McKinley overall is that we're part of the, this big university system mm -hmm. and I've been here for over 20 years and I was going to school here getting an education and I was also working in research and it kind of disillusioned me on the whole concept of academia and what it does so mm -hmm. the university's here it's this big nebulous thing and it teaches I guess it does research I guess and these are just kind of murky concepts mm -hmm. and I think that as far as what McKinley does more than any other thing I've been involved with on campus is it it actually does the thing that it says it's doing which is helping the students with their health it's more concrete than a lot of the jobs I've had here and it makes more sense to me and, and one of the things I'll, I'll kind of jump in because I started at, at, at um, office support uh, specialist, which is in the same line as what you all do. Um, and one of the things that I really loved, I'm, I'm echoing basically what you said, you know, we're helping the students, we're hands on the students, but I really love that we interact with so many students, that we have so many that we touch and have an opportunity to to uh, support and to help um, because you know if you work at the College of Engineering you have your set number of students if you work at the College of Education you have this or the in DIA you have this number we serve everybody right. there's uh, every single student that comes through has mm -hmm. uh, if nothing else says send immunizations to us yeah and so we interact with everybody uh, which is daunting and overwhelming at that first couple weeks of, of each semester but I, I really like that aspect because we do have a concrete you know, this is what we do, right. and this is how we do it. Um, so I appreciate you saying that, and I would, I would say that you're both fan, that you are fantastic. It surprised me, Travis, that you said that you hadn't had customer service since for a long time because you're so good at it. Yeah, McDonald's in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Jump ahead twenty years. Hey, you know, and, and, uh, but really, you're you're fantastic at what you do, and uh, so that really honestly surprised me. Which is brings me to my next point, which is. I wanted to give a chance for us to get to know you as more than just the person who sits behind the desk. Not that there's anything wrong with the person who sits behind the desk, but I liken it to, I go to the grocery store, I live in a small town, I go to the grocery store, I see the same cashiers all the time. I know nothing about some of them other than they how they like to bag groceries. And you know, I know them in that role, I know them in that aspect, but if I saw them outside of here, outside the grocery store, I wouldn't even really know how to interact with them because I don't know anything about who they are outside of standing behind that, right. that register. So. I just, I just wanted to ask, you know, who, like, what, what are some things you like? Who, what are some things you enjoy? What are some of your hobbies outside of McKinley? Because you have a whole huge life outside <laughs> of here, but for students who come through, they may never know that aside from who they see across the desk, who's checking them in. So I'm just kind of a, a blank check here uh, to, to share a little bit about who you are and some of the stuff that you like to do, how you spend your free time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. Um, like I said, I, been living here and going I went to school here uh, since 2002 and so I have a lot of connections in the community I grew up about an hour from here in a small town called Ellis that has less than 20 people in it so even as a child this was kind of the biggest city around there as far as what I do in my free time I've been here long enough I have friends and what we've been working on for more than 10 years now is <laughs> making an annual televised Christmas special for Urbana Public Television, which is a cable channel here in town that lets anyone make anything. They're actually starved for content. If you want to make something for them, they will help you out. Uh, last year, 2022, was the 10th year of us making these Christmas specials. They're called the Travis Wayne Hurt Christmas Special. <laughs> you can find them all on Urbana Public Television's YouTube channel. 
And last year, I made a podcast celebrating 10 years of doing the podcast where I interviewed the people who'd been working on them for 10 years and their memories of working on the Christmas specials. And the name of that is the Travis Waiter Christmas Special, The Podcast. <laughs> which, it, it, which I checked it out. I did not know you had this. I okay. had no idea until we were doing the prep work. And he said, I was like, wait a second. So I went back and I've watched a couple of them. And if you have not checked it out, the reason he said that with a little bit of a chuckle is every single episode is named the Travis Wayne Hurt Christmas special and then something else at the end. And it's a running joke. Is right. What it is. And so, joke, it, sure. It, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. I love it. Um, and so that's why you had that little bit of a chuckle at the end when you said it. And then there is one other thing that I that I participate here in town in the art scene. It's uh, called Champagne Ladies Amateur Wrestling. It's a feminist and comedic rock and roll wrestling in quotes performance thing where all of the characters are wild creations. Like they wrestle as a robot, or they wrestle as a dinosaur, or they wrestle as a giant slice of pizza, and they are <laughs> constantly recruiting new wrestlers to help us put on shows. So if any of the listeners want to join claw they can go to 217claw.com fill out an application it's very fun <laughs> it, it, I, I knew that one that one i, I kind of caught it uh, through somehow through the time of you working here i mean working here i'd caught wind of that one and so i knew that one um but this is what i love you know getting some aspect of that's that's unique to you so i'm gonna kick it over to vicky now and and uh, i have a i have a feeling your interests are slightly different vicky do you, do you want to become a wrestler for claw <laughs> I wasn't gonna do it, but nice, nice segue. Um, but so, so Vicky, what are some of the things that you enjoy? What, what are some of the aspects of who you are outside of McKinley? Yeah. Well, my, my life is not as exciting as Travis, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much most of, with myself, you know, I, I um, engage in a lot of my um, uh, religious activities, you know, and so you know, we we do what we call door to door preaching work. So that's kind of what what my time is spent doing generally. You know, I spend time with my family. Um, you know, other activities. You know that um, you know pretty much again. You know, takes me kind of back to my religion. You know, and so that's what I I pretty much spend my time doing. That you know, of course, family and friends. You know, we we get together. You know, we. We have fun too, you know, not as often as I like to, but, uh, you know, we eat dinner, you know, have gatherings, things of that nature. So, um, you know, like I said, you know, my age is probably a little different from his, so you know, well, I, I tire out a little a little earlier than, than Travis. So. But, but I, I love both those answers because they are wholly unique to each of you, but Knowing both those things and, and the things you talked about, I can see how both of those activities influence what you do here in the way you are outgoing with students, the way you interact with students, the way that um, you're not, you're engaging with with them when they come in, and that's what I love about it. Uh, that's what I love about hearing about uh, who someone is because that so much influences how we do any everything we do, um, the way we approach it, the way we see it. Um, and so I, I appreciate those answers very much. Um, those, those are both fantastic. Uh, and I, I love it. So uh, we are running out of time. It's, it's crazy to me. Every, t every episode, I say it every episode, <laughs> we're somehow out of, out of time because we just, uh, as we start talking, time just goes. Um, and it's, it's such an easy conversation. I appreciate you taking the time to talk about your positions and who you are because it gives us a chance to shed a, a light on a position that is, that is often um, not given that it's due. 
that is so vital here, but is often uh, kind of in the in the shadows a lot of times by by when people think of medical centers or or healthcare or the university. Uh, the OSA role is so vital to everything that happens here on campus. So I really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I just want to say thank you for for chatting with me today. Yeah, well, yeah thank thanks you. Thanks for it's having a, us on. Yes, it's nice being here. Yeah, it's very nice. Thanks for having us. Vicky, you can be a door-to-door minister wrestler. How's that? (laughs) (laughs) And with that, (laughs) I don't think they would welcome me too much in a pizza outfit at their most people at their door. There are a lot of different careers that you can get into in the medical field. There's a lot of careers that happen on campus. Um, and the Office Support Associate is one that you find not only at McKinley, but all across campus, but it's very specific to some of the job roles here at McKinley, and it's vital to what we do. And so if you're listening, you're not sure where to start, you're coming out of college, you're you're not sure where to get an entry level something, or even just to fill the gap while you're looking for something else, um, looking at a university and its, its OSAs is a great place to start. You get an opportunity to learn a lot, you can do a lot of different job skills and you can build on that so if you're if you're curious if you're not sure reach out to us at McKinley we'll be happy to talk to you about it how it works how the university system works how you get involved how you apply all these things we we would love to to chat with you about it because like I said in the episode the path that we take is very rarely linear it's very rarely cut and dry uh, so many of us here have stories of how we started at point A and got to point B by going through point A1, A2, A4, A7, all the way around in kind of a, a jagged way to get where we are today. And there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, it, in some ways, it, you learn a lot about yourself during that journey. So we'd love to, to be a, a part of that and help you talk through it. But thank you for joining us today. You're on a personal journey no matter where you are in it. You are important and you matter. Your health and wellness are important and matter. And we're here to keep you well to excel. So go have a great week, Illini. Let us know how you're doing, and we'll catch you next time on Healthy Illini.